Hey everyone, we are officially back and happy to say we got Brandon joining us for this week's dose. How does it feel to get back on the saddle, buddy? Man, oh man, it's great to be back on the saddle right alongside you, partner. I appreciate you holding down the fort and I miss my pilgrims out there. So let's get things going. Our first startup for this week is One Roof, a hyper-local social network app that connects neighbors, which just closed on a $3.2 million seed round led by Chameleon. And next, you'll hear about Nectar, a new kind of allergy care platform hot off a $16.5 million Series A led by Harmony Partners. And then stick with us for a breakdown on Doorstead, a property management startup that offers guaranteed, yes, guaranteed rental payments to homeowners, fresh off a $21.5 million Series B led by Avanta Ventures. And we'll round out this week's dose with Built which just raised a $150 million Series B at a post-money valuation of $1.5 billion, led by Left Lane Capital. The company aims to help renters build credit through their credit card and rewards program. And just like that, we're rolling into 2023 with a full head of steam. Great to be back. Let's get into it. Let's do it. You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right. Leading off this week's dose, we have OneRoof, a hyper-local social network app that connects neighbors and just closed on a $3.2 million seed round, led by Chameleon and joined by Dream Machine, Gangels, General Catalyst, and more. The app, which is free by the way, helps people who live in the same apartment building to connect, network, exchange info, buy and sell items, help each other out with pets, meet in real life, and most importantly, to create a sense of community. Kind of like a more social next door, if you're familiar with the app. Yeah, that's a pretty cool idea, and I could see myself you know, wanting something like that, where I live in a big building, but I haven't really met too many people, because um, I'm usually, in, when I'm in the gym, I'm usually the only one in there, the <laughs> only one getting after it. Respect, um, <laughs> respect. <laughs> no, but uh, this app relies on what they call super neighbors. So essentially, the people in your apartment building who act as the glue of the community. And now I like to think I could be a super neighbor myself, but uh, we'll see once they come to Austin. In turn, basically, the super neighbors have access to neighbor event sponsorships, they can join the exclusive Super Neighbor Club in their city, and they're kind of sharing feedback with the company on how to make the app better and the experience better for everybody. Yeah, it's awesome. One, one of the most exclusive clubs in each respective city, no doubt. Uh, per the CEO, Celine Sonmez, neighbors are a critical yet neglected social circle. Our long-term mission is to unify and empower neighbors under one roof and to create more resilient urban cities, both socially and economically. And I totally agree. I think, like you mentioned, we both live in big apartment buildings, and I could count on both, hand, both hands the amount of neighbors that I'm actually close, you know, on a personal basis with. And Yeah, I could know. count on one hand. <laughs> yeah. What happened to the days when you'd walk over and ask for a cup of sugar, you know, some salt? Yeah. Just, that doesn't seem like a, a concept anymore. No, I mean... 
I don't know. Everybody's cooped up, you know, work, working from home. They're just doing their own thing. And when they're getting out of their apartment, they just want to get out of the apartment, I guess. But, you know, more more community. Your building does some cool stuff, but mine is largely like there's nothing really going on. And an app like this would be pretty cool. Um, and I think it's really caught the attention of a lot of people so far. It's gaining traction. So in buildings with super neighbors, one roof saw over 78% of users continue using the app after 12 weeks and 65% after the 24 week mark. So mm. some really good engagement, um, not too big of a drop off there. And additionally, the company saw the number of in-person events, including like happy hours, meeting someone for a workout as an example, that they saw that increase by over three times in Q4 of 2022 compared to Q3, so some pretty impressive stats there. The app is receiving between 30 and 40 super neighbor requests per day, and observing a 20% month-over-month increase in users. And those are the kinds of stats that David Sachs at Craft Ventures would <laughs> want to see for a, for a software as a service. So if he's listening out there, maybe you should take they should take a look. <laughs> and feel free to hop on for a you know a quick epi- interview yeah. episode whenever you feel ready. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, some really remarkable and explosive growth there. I imagine they're happy to with this. They're happy to receive this influx of funding so that they can build a team to accommodate this surge in interest. Um, and a couple more stats to parlay onto what you just mentioned there. So for context, in 2021, the app was live in 400 buildings in just New York City. Okay. Fast forward to today. And those figures have increased to over 40,000 active neighbors across 1,300 buildings in New York and Miami. Further, One Roof also just completed a soft launch in Dallas, which hopefully means it's coming to Austin soon enough. That's a fast track to Austin, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know why they're starting in Dallas, but (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, impressive numbers there. This is another one of those network-based startups, so they're going to have to really, really rely on those super neighbors. They're going to be the super users that are going to drive the growth of this thing and make it a valuable uh, network. marketplace of sorts so really cool idea i hope to be a user at some point when they make it to austin agreed i see you as a great super neighbor down the line thank you i appreciate it. you you as well my friend <laughs> <laughs> um all right well moving on to our second company of the day that's going to be nectar um they're building a new kind of allergy care platform they just raised a 16.5 million dollar series a led by Harmony Partners. That included participation from Juxtapose and Obvious Ventures. Uh, It's worth noting that the founding partners of those firms also helped co-found Nectar uh, a couple years ago. Basically, Nectar is building the first vertically integrated allergy platform. And we all know the market for something like this is huge, as many of us know all too well during certain times of year. I myself, actually, I'm I'm capped out at allergies with my food allergies, so <laughs> luckily I don't have, I barely have any issues with seasonal stuff, but I know so many people that do, and that's just a, a rampant issue for a lot of folks. Yeah, 100%. I actually certainly deal with seasonal allergies, but first of all, just have to highlight the fact that this is vertically integrated, which always rings a bell in both of our heads. That's, right. we, we love that's, to see that. That's just one of the best the terms out there. Yeah, that's a buzz buzz if, if, <laughs> yeah. if there is one. Um, so essentially, Nectar's breakout solution offers an alternative to allergy shots. So instead of shots, it's custom formulated drops that go under your tongue and, are, and they can be delivered right to patients' homes. And so the dosage and formulation of the treatment comes from patent-pending protocols 
that help a patient's body tolerate their allergen triggers over time through a process called sublingual allergen immunotherapy, essentially training their immune system not to trigger an allergic reaction. That's that's a pretty cool, you know, innovation in in this type of therapy in what seems like hasn't really been innovated upon in a while. Um, and so according to their founder, Dr. Kenneth Chaheen, today, and this quote, today over 120 million people in the U.S. suffer from allergic diseases, yet most feel underserved and constrained with the therapies available to them. We're proud to tackle this chronic illness head-on with transformative, personalized solutions that holistically treat the unique root cause of an individual's allergies while also focusing on convenience and an exceptional customer experience. Getting back to that vertical integration, it's just an all-encompassing <laughs> one-stop shop for allergy treatment, super innovative, uh, really, really cool stuff. Super exciting. They also have a world-class advisory board made up of leading experts in the field from universities like Stanford and other leading universities. And I think Patrick Chun, the co-founder and managing partner of Juxtapose, sums it up nicely when he says... Allergy care is a $450 billion market opportunity with no clear leader. Dr. Chaheen's impressive track record, including his role in founding Ancestry DNA and Ancestry Health, makes him the perfect leader to build and grow Nectar. Yeah, you can't you can't put it any better there with one of the one of the uh, founding people and now an investor. Uh, clear clear large opportunity. Clearly a great team with a good advisory board. Those are key aspects that VCs are looking for for a company like this. And the money, what's it going to go to? Well, they're going to plan to invest it in three key areas. One, scaling their virtual care platform nationwide. So they're going to really look to pump some fuel into that. Uh, they're also launching their first location, physical location, I should say, to comprehensively treat allergies. And lastly, they're going to invest in initiating some clinical studies, get some more information and validity around what they're doing, uh, and it'll be off to the races from there. Yeah, some great usage for their influx of capital. It's kind of one of those ideas where you can't help but wonder, like, why didn't this come around earlier? I mean, yeah. the concept of sublingual allergy treatment as opposed to getting shots, I feel like everyone would... I'm always, like, a sublingual guy, you know? <laughs> always have been, <laughs> yeah. always will be. Like, come on. <laughs> no, but you're right. Jokes aside, this is a really, really innovative solution. Um, wonder if there's going to be anybody else doing this. You know, in the medical space, it can get pretty competitive uh, and dirty pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, to have some good funding at their backing to really blitz the market, I think will be a good strategy. Right. To have good funding and vertical integration definitely helps differentiate differentiate themselves from yeah. the pack build a little bit of a moat which... hard hard yeah hard to hard to do that execute that well so mm -hmm. we'll be keeping tabs on them as we do that's for sure for our third story today sam and i both really like this one we have doorstead a property management startup that offers guaranteed rental payments to homeowners which just secured a 21.5 million dollar series b led by avanta ventures with participation from metaprop m13 and madrona Founded in 2019 by Ryan Waliani and Jennifer Bronzo, the company initially built a pricing model based on rental property information available to the public on Craigslist. Over time, though, the company leveraged machine learning and data science to develop a predictive pricing model that uses constantly refreshed local real estate data 
to accurately predict exactly how much rent a given property can command. Wow, that's pretty cool. And I have to say a little personal note here is I was a real estate agent uh, for a couple of years oh, during yeah. college. Yeah, leasing agent. And uh, and the guy I worked for, uh, super cool guy, Chesney, um, over at Tower Realty, he he had a similar idea to this. And he knew I was interested in startups. And so we talked about it. And he's like, you should, dude, you should go start this. And so I fleshed out a bit of a like a mini business plan at one point. Yeah, and so the idea really was centered around property managers wanting to ensure, to guarantee that they're going to get the rent from their tenants. And that's valuable to a property manager because that's that's what they're, or to an owner, I should say, that's really what the cash flow and the value to their investment. A hundred percent, just to have that confidence that their property won't be vacant for, you know, three months, six months, even longer. Yeah, that's, that's super costly. And we've got a couple of buddies that that are starting to purchase properties mm-hmm. and rent them out. And that's a headache of a process and a big risk involved in, in real estate. But if you can eliminate that risk, which is what Doorstead does for a low rate, uh, it brings a lot of value. So to reiterate, they're guaranteeing the rent to landlords and eliminating that risk. And the company is on the hook to make up that difference if they can't secure the promised rent. And so they're really just that confident in their model. And how they make their money is strictly through an 8% management fee. Uh, what we believe to be modest, but probably a little bit um, high compared to what other, what other companies may charge out there. But you're paying for that premium, right? Right. I, again, I imagine most property owners would be willing to fork over a couple more percentage points for guaranteed rental income. Yeah. And if the company is able to earn a higher rent than the guaranteed rate, the extra cash goes straight to the property owner. So there is a bit of upside involved. Yeah. I love that. I think I like how they're not kind of skimming off the top. They guarantee you a thousand dollars a month. Somehow they make, they bring in 1200 a month. They're not like profiting off the, over your head. It's a very transparent, you know, kind of trust-based relationship, which yeah, the value is clear. Yeah. Um, and so now a little bit more on how the platform actually works. So if you were a landlord to request a guaranteed offer from Doorstead, you would enter basic information about your property on the website. It's worth mentioning real quick before we get into the nitty gritty that Doorstead only works with individual landlords of single family homes, condos, and townhouses, so not institutional landlords as of yet. That being said, if the property is eligible, the company will tell the owner the minimum amount that they will receive each month and when they can expect to start receiving their payments. Yeah, and Doorstead provides property owners confidence. So again, reiterating that, that they will get a minimum rental income stream at a guaranteed start date despite even volatile market conditions. So that's another key component there. Totally. And I feel like the real estate market is, you know, kind of questionable, a little bit hazy moving forward, at least in the short term. So I imagine this security is just an extra benefit for homeowners right now. Yeah. And, and last thing that, that they help property owners do is, is prep the property for listing. Uh, they secure a tenant, manage ongoing repairs and maintenance all within an easy to use interface. That really is what today's property owners expect. So an all-encompassing, another vertically, I don't know if it's vertically integrated quite as well as... It's integrated. uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, an end-to-end experience, making it real easy for property owners and taking away that that risk. Um, They've got great metrics thus far. Model seems to be working. The startup saw 270% property growth in 2022. Yeah, big time. And strong unit economics really helped revenues outpace that growth um, in 2022. And since inception in 2019, they have served thousands of owners. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, those are some jumping off the screen numbers right there. Um, and to bolster those metrics, they've generated over 30,000 guaranteed rental offers and currently have north of $1 billion wow. worth of properties under management. As of now, the startup operates in seven markets spanning across California, Washington, and Massachusetts, and they plan on doubling or tripling their geographical footprint this year, which we're excited to see. Again, you know, being biased as we are, hopefully a company like this comes to Austin. Get on down to Texas. Yeah, come on down. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, really excited to see where this company goes. They're, they're off to an awesome start, great traction, great metrics. Excited for the future. Yeah. On a similar note, we're kind of staying within the real estate tech, kind of prop, prop tech space. Uh, we're covering Built for our last company today. They raised $150 million Series B at a post-money valuation of $1.5 billion. This was led by Left Lane Capital, included participation from Graystar, Wells Fargo, Invitation Homes, and Smash Capital. Now, Built has two main offerings. So they've got their MasterCard, uh, the Built MasterCard, which enables consumers to earn points on their rent payments with no transaction fees, while also building a path to home ownership. This uh, card was actually developed in partnership with Wells Fargo, one of the investors we mentioned, mm -hmm. and it's issued by them. Now, the other main offering is their Built Rewards Loyalty Program, which was developed in partnership with an alliance of the nation's largest real estate owners. So they can earn rewards just like you would have any like a travel credit card, an airlines credit card. It's kind of like your rent credit card, your you know your your living credit card. I would say. And what's really exciting is again the early traction we're seeing with Built. So the company was launched only a couple years ago, and the platform has already processed an incredible three billion dollars in annualized rent payments, and is seeing one point six billion dollars in card spend. They also just started something new, another product offering called Built Homes which aims to help renters find homes that they can afford. So this is, a, this is a pretty cool tool. Essentially, it automatically takes the renter's information, like how much they pay in rent currently, and factors in real-time market data to recommend suitable homes in the renter's area. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning that for Built to offer these services, uh, it's due in large part to the Built Alliance, which is what we mentioned, that network of some of the nation's largest multifamily groups. And within that alliance, there's a total of over 2.5 million rental units. Wow. So it's, that's quite a lot. Um, that's not to say that you can't use the card if you're not renting from one of those within the alliance, but there's kind of perks for uh, those within that. Um, and you wanted to talk a little bit about the mission and kind of how that ties into what they're doing here. Essentially, what Built is really trying to do is help folks build credit through rent. So traditionally, rent is not paid via credit card, so it doesn't contribute to an individual's credit score. And with rent being such a significant life expense for so many, this can make a meaningful difference over an adult's lifetime to eventually be able to build a credit score that is suitable to afford a home. Right. Yeah. And to give you all an idea, 100 million people rent in the U.S. And now is arguably a better time to rent with rising interest rates. Um, so this is a massive market. Uh, I can see why Built reached unicorn status so quickly and why the, I think they'll continue to grow. There's really a lot of room and maybe there will be other competitors that come in here and try to do something similar, but that alliance, a moat, right? 2.5 million units. They've got mm -hmm. some of the biggest companies partnered with them um, in, in a great mission. Like you said, like helping people 
get value out of that payment. It's not, you know, you hear people say like, oh, you're renting, you're just throwing away money. Well, at least with this, you're building credit. You're doing something with that expense. It's not just money out the door and, and sorry, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's very well said by you. And something that popped into my mind as we were recapping all of these companies here is a lot of what we discussed is it all ties back to Adam Newman's newest venture, which is yep. Flow. And again, those details are very vague. Last we checked, there wasn't even really a website available yeah. besides the fact that Andreessen Horowitz made, wrote the biggest check it's ever written to Adam Newman. Um, that being said, some of the key tenets of Flow was building a community, uh, empowering people who pay rent to get some kind of value in return. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, this was a prop tech heavy uh, episode between you and I, but it's interesting to see each of these companies had a little component that resembled. Yeah, part they're of all Newman. playing. Yeah, they're all playing in the kind of the same space with the same idea that the real estate, the property industry, is ripe for innovation mm -hmm. with tech, technology solutions that can help people. Yeah, that can help people buy homes. And that's a big issue in our country. I'm sure it is worldwide as well. Yeah, and I imagine, I mean, you mentioned 100 million people in the United States alone rent, but I imagine there's general trends showing that people are leaning more towards being renters for longer in life as opposed to, I don't know, maybe a couple generations ago, it was common to buy a home early, Certainly. You know, have yeah. a mortgage. Now it's like, I'm going to stay in New York City as long as I can, as you know, if possible. And it's just kind of a different model. And some of these companies are looking to capitalize, pick up on the trends there pick up on the trends and shift it back towards home ownership. I mean, that's, that can make a huge difference in someone's life. And um, so a great way to make some money, but a great way to really shift culture, uh, almost shift culture in the United States back towards how, how it used to be. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, they're growing fast and, and good investors, great partnerships, uh, back to built here at least. And uh, uh, hope, hope to use it at, at some point too. So we'll have to, we'll have to check out, if uh, if my if our buildings are within the alliance, or if if they're not, <laughs> or we'll have to lobby to get get our property managers to join yeah. the alliance. I mean, if they are, then I'm getting that Mastercard. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but all right, I think that just about does it for this week's dose. Dose number forty nine. Forty nine. Next week is the big five zero. Massive milestone. Sam and I are smiling ear to ear right now, looking at each other, yes, thinking sir. about it. Gosh, it feels good to be back in person, but it it's going to be short lived. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of traveling going on between us. I I'm actually heading out to Colorado with a couple of friends, working remotely there and skiing on the weekends. But we'll continue to to do our thing here on the pill. Uh, and once I'm back, you know, hopefully we'll be doing a bunch of interviews. We got some new equipment. If you could tell <laughs> our voices are packing a punch. They're smooth as butter, <laughs> dairy free butter. <laughs> um, we got some new microphones and some camera set up. So we're hoping to host some people in, in here where we're recording for some in-person, um, video interviews. So stay tuned for that. As always, thanks for listening. Signing off. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. 
takes my vibes a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do 